whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome back to Mojo Sports, guys. I am Stacey Spear. This is the Women in Gridiron podcast, episode seven. It's a new year, new vibes. And tonight I'm joined by the best panel in the business. I've got Christy, I've got Beck. I don't have Bliss tonight, but tonight we are diving into all things babies, family, and footballing mamas. And we have two special guests on the show tonight Kestra Bessie, Outback Running Back and Special Teams Demon, and Chrissy Torres, Bayside Ravens quarterback co-founder of Next Gen Football Speed and Conditioning Programs and both badass football mamas. Welcome Kestra and Chrissy to the podcast. Yay, thank you. Clapping. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm really glad we're doing this episode because, you know, as our careers have evolved, many of the women that we started playing with have either had babies and retired to family life or a fully embedded football in the next generation and being a mum is, is hard enough let alone fitting in training study games but for many of us football is in our dna and i think it's important that we talk about the impact of such a life-changing experience like having a child and how the sport can retain women as they move through this phase of life so the first up for our introduction question i have a question from our dms and this one's pretty familiar to all of us having had kids or not so christy and beck you guys can, can buzz in uh, the question is, how does playing on the same team as your partner, either a player-player or a player-coach perspective, impact your game? Now, Christy, I know that your husband, Darius, has been a big part of the history at the Ravens, but how does the car ride go when you guys have had a bad game or made some choices that he probably wouldn't have made? <laughs> um, we've had some intense conversations, but they've always been good conversations. And I think one of the benefits of it is that um, – you know, he knows me so well and I know him so well. Um, and like every year I'm usually trying to achieve something or add something to my repertoire. So um, it, he and he will know things like the kind of week I've had or the lead up I've had. So it can be really transparent. And I think just knowing um, everything from what you're trying to achieve or what kind of day you've had leading into it can really help. And you get that kind of coaching at home and outside where, uh, where you can have those really good conversations, even if they are in intense <laughs> oh totally definitely and uh you know there's been many a many a fun conversation ride home between me and my partner but Kestra your partner Mitch is one of the best receivers in the country and having represented Australia as well as you too how much of an impact did have having him on the sidelines help or hinder your game um it's it's done both of course <laughs> but let's start with the help um you know learning um, the Australian playbook, for example, he was absolutely invaluable in that. Having someone to train with when I'm not with the girls um, and having someone just know how to quiz me um, when I'm trying to get, memorize those plays, that's like, you know, that's gold to have that on hand 24-7. Um, and I think I can't think of a hinder, to be honest, like just having someone who is supporting you in in your football and, and knowing what you're going through and yeah like Christy said the advice and and working together someone who understands and knows you well enough to be able to say what you need to hear not necessarily what you want to hear but what you need to hear um after games is is gold yeah 
Completely. And Chrissy, you work super close with your partner, Chris, uh, obviously on your next gen uh, program. And your daughter is so into football and it's so cute and so amazing to see. And I guess with Chris playing, he played safety, right? I guess he would have been really able to help you like out a lot when you were like doing your QB reads and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, I think it was um, really valuable. Like on other alternative days when we weren't at football training, we were doing football um, skills training together, um, which helped me elevate my game because of his background knowledge. And because he's American, it's it's really valuable to me what he's received all through his high school years and um, external years outside of um, yeah going to high school. It was mind opening because you don't really get that um, on hand information unless you YouTube it personally, Um, especially with different coaches here, you know, um, I think that was something that really helped me and, you know, car rides home. It could be very, same with Kay, like very intense or um, we would, it was really good debriefing as well. And we would set goals for each other and keep each other accountable. I think that was really good, but, Having, having the little one now um, and her watching us, we, we take her to every single training and one of the QBs was like, I'm really surprised she hasn't been knocked out <laughs> being on the field and running loose. But um, to me, that was just um, in hopes of inspiring what, whatever she's hopefully edging towards football. But, um, yeah, hopefully we are setting that role modelling um, to her and, and just enjoying and doing what you love with someone who you love. So, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, Mackenzie's pretty much the same age as your little girl. And, you know, she's grown up around football. Like she was in the womb and she was loving football. And, and it's kind of like I don't expect her to fall into, like fall in love with football the way that we have. But just being able to be surrounded by these amazing women, I think is inspiring enough. Um, plus all the aunties really comes in handy. Beck, I know your ex introduced you to the sport, which I assume is pretty similar to like a lot of women around the country that get introduced by, by their boyfriends. And I know that you guys played for the same club. Like, feel free to talk some trash. I mean, this is, this is a <laughs> safe space. But like, you know, how, how was that for you? And I mean, being, you know, so new to the sport. It was actually really beneficial because before I even started playing, he was able to go through some skills and drills and train me up before I even started training with the girls. So I went into my first season already with a pretty depth knowledge of the game and how it works and plays and skills and stuff like that. And then again, like all of you guys on the ride home from games, you know, playing for the same club would always be at the same field. So we'd travel together, we'd get our hype music and, you know, we'd be ready for games and then traveling home. It was either if it was a bad game, it was dead silent. We didn't talk much if we both lost, but if we, um, yeah, we always talk, we're able to give each other really constructive feedback and help each other and make each other better. So I feel like it's always a benefit having someone on your side who, like you said, loves football just as much as you do and is able to help you learn as you grow as a player. Yep, for sure. And, you know, for me, I mean, I played with KG for years before we started dating. And then when she moved into coaching and we had Mackenzie, football to me was how we met and a kind of an example of how the sport can really change your life, you know, and, you know, being being a lesbian that player player on the field is, is very interesting um and we see a lot of those sorts of relationships which can lead to great things on the field or not so great things uh when there's a breakup but there you have also, it the sideline yes. don't yes. forget the sideline as well 
Oh, yes. Yes, the sideline. That's exactly right. Um, you know, there you have it. I guess there's positive communication, constructive criticism and passion. And having a football a partner that's into football is really supportive uh, because it really helps uh, we, because we know how much time it takes to be great. And so with that, let's, uh, let's move into our all ball segment. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? It's what we dream to do. It's not just a man's game anymore. Go, go! Doesn't matter how you separate us, we're still one big team, and that's for women's football. It is in our DNA, spiraling through double helixes. It courses through our veins. Through this blood, we are connected. Football is our family. That's it. That's right. This is our <clears throat> this is our all ball segment. And that soundbite of poetry is one of my favourite from HK Poet, and it speaks how football is family and how we are all tied together with the same love of the game. And, I, and as we mentioned, <clears throat> both Kestra and Chrissy are true badass football mummers. Kestra, I'm going to kick this over to you. And uh, I have to say, it was so amazing to see you with your daughter at the World Cup in Canada. The way that she watched you and the hugs in her little supporters jersey, it just melted my heart. And, uh, you know, for my partner and I, we were in the process of trying to get pregnant when we were over there. And it really made me see what was possible post baby and the impact having your mum representing your country is something that she's going to be able to talk about for years. Like, how was that for you being able to share that experience with your daughter? Um, yes, there are some great perks. Um, having, uh, as, as has already been mentioned, that modelling of this is what's possible. Um, and, you know, I'm a mom and I work and I, um, you know, have all these balls that I'm juggling, but it is still possible to, to play at that, that higher level. Um, and plus, it, you know, just being able to travel with the family as well, that was just a really cool thing um, to be able to do on the side. But um, I had a funny experience the other day because um, I've got a little boy now who's two and he sees daddy play a lot. I haven't been playing this yet because um, we haven't got uh, the league. But um, he saw me playing uh, football on a video. He's like, no, mummy, no, mummy, because he hasn't had the same experience of seeing me play like my daughter had. So this is something that needs to be rectified. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so cute. No, mummy, no, mummy. That's adorable. Yeah. And I guess, you know, post baby number two now, like how do you feel about getting back out onto the field? Um, <laughs> there's no lying about this. This is It is harder, second time, older, um, but... It, it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen um, again. And, you know, the last season that I played was challenging with um, juggling baby and the season. But, um, you know, as as we mums know, we make it happen because there is no, no other way. Did you always know that you were going to play post-baby? Was, like, that always the plan after babies to come back onto the field? Yeah, it really was. I, I remember actually saying to Stacey, where were in Perth or something that um and I, I'm pretty sure I said it to Kay and Chrissy as well I'm gonna have a baby and I'm gonna be back and that was always the intention and I did it and I, I don't know how well I did it but I did <laughs> and we'll keep going from there well I can 
attest to your intention to play because I don't know if anybody saw photos or not, but um, leading up to the World Cup that we didn't end up having, we had uh, combines around the nation. So for people who don't know, that's um, sprints, jumps, you're being oh measured. Oh, my God, these, I, no, I have to jump in because Agil- I, I know exactly the photos that you're talking about. And, <laughs> oh, my God, Kestra, yeah. you were so pregnant and doing these combine yeah. drills. What the hell? She- can I just say, she also, not only did she do them pregnant, um, but she outdid majority of the athletes. So there's my motto, it can be done. Oh, my God. It, it was so hard. It is so hard to perform when you're pregnant. The oxygen wasn't getting where it needed to be. My feet weren't leaving the ground fast enough, but damn, I was there. And so... Yes, that was a statement and a half. I saw those photos the other day. <laughs> it was, that was so, so good, impressive. though. That was, it was so impressive, so impressive. And Chrissy, Thanks. like like we mentioned, you know, your daughter's about the same age as mine and we've stayed in touch around some of those moments in parent life where we, you know, we react to each other's Instagram stories and going, oh, man, parent life, isn't this fun? Um, but you were back out there training, was it like three months post-baby? Yeah, I was, um, I just really found um when you stay in tune with your body you know when you're ready to to head back and when you've got the good guidance I think we were very lucky enough to have um Darius especially around to just ask those um casual questions and um I was training with him prior to falling pregnant so you know I had that trust with him knowing that he knew what I was going through and like um how to manage my body and um, I was so determined to just get back on that field, um, not only as a part of maintaining my identity um, and not losing myself within that motherhood role and parent and, you know, getting overwhelmed. Um, I just wanted to ensure that I had prepped my body well enough to, to go back in. But surprisingly, you don't always think that it's going to come back the way you thought it did. And um, I had performed previously and I'm like why am I not taking these angles right or why am I not getting there fast enough like I used to and let's please not do pogos for warm-ups because my pelvic floor wasn't as strong enough and I would be like Doris I'm I would just do this to him while we're, while we're the worst part is is you're doing it with the whole club so you got the men's you got the cults you got the women and I would try and mesh with you know um, the juniors and, and the O-linemen so I just wanted to challenge myself around them. And I was like, probably not the best idea since like I can feel that I should change my undies. I just, (laughs) so, or even in a tackle when you're not prepared um, or, you know, as a QB, you know, you don't always check your left side when you're trying to read the field and someone will come in really nice and you think, yep, I've cradled the ball and you're like, well, there's there's some extra... Yes, I didn't want to say it. I was like, what can I say? But yeah, I'm on mute. Like, well, I'm laughing hard. Can we just have a, like, like there must have been a couple of times there, like when you were like in your pads and like, obviously like if you're breastfeeding, like you're, you're all full of the milk and like surely there had to be in some like leakage situation or like just, you would have felt so compressed. Like, like yes, I obviously I, don't I, make pads for pregnant women <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. I was just lucky I was small and I looked at Kestra and she was, she was double broad. She had pads there and we would be in the locker rooms 
going, how are your boobs feeling? How are your aunties? Like, you know, just be, we were guiding each other. We were supporting each other through those processes or like, you know, um, thinking that your, your abs are stronger as they were beforehand, but you're like, no, it's, it's really not there as, as much as you'd hoped. And you know what? I really love the fact that you wanted to keep your identity and you didn't like you came back to football because it's something that you love and you didn't want the idea of being a mum to change your sporting career and all that kind of things that it does becoming a mum. But what was the hardest thing coming back? Was it not being the same? Was it building your strength back up, not having the same fitness? What was the biggest struggle for you, for both of you? I think for me, it was the time, the time management. So it's, it's, we were um, stuck in Italy during the pandemic. So um, halfway through my pregnancy, uh, well, when Carter was quite young, um, we flew over there for Chris's um, football goals and, and whatnot. And I was like, yep, supportive. Um, I had some, some reservations of going, I want to fulfill my own football stuff as well, but I needed um, to allow him also. So we knew each other well enough to go, your goals are just as important and we'll find a way to figure out, you know, how to manage yours. But um, it was um, when we came back from Italy, um, we needed money. So again, like I went back to full-time work and just trying to figure the studying and how to fit that in with a, with a under one-year-old, it was very tough. You know, you thought you would have all the time in the world and um, your brain doesn't activate the same. Uh, so you're so sleep deprived. You go full-time work and in my, in my role, it's very emotionally draining. Um, and then you come to football training and you usually I'm prepped to talk to all the girls because you want to be as a QB, the first one there, prepping everyone, any, any person that has questions, you want to support them. But I just found it very hard because we had to do the drop-offs for Carter and I would have to leave her two nights um, a week to be able to um, one go to football and go to work and that was for me I felt like I was letting her down being away so much and then I felt oh am I being selfish now because I have a newborn that actually needs me so it was a very hard toss-up between you know personal goals keeping that identity but am I also taking away um, quality time that I need to be present as a mother so that was a very hard I tell you, um, that, that mum guilt decision it gets you yeah. it gets you real hard and, and it, it like it can take such a toll on your mental health you know and and it's so funny that like football is the thing that helps our mental health and you just feel so guilty for being there like I feel feel that I feel that hard Kestra how what it was like yeah. for you um yeah absolutely because your time is stretched even further than normal um the other thing that um, you know, that mum guilt is every time I go to training and because we are both, um, Bessie and I are training in the same nights, that means we have to ask someone else to give up their night as well. Um, and, you know, someone driving from the other side of um, Brizzy or something like that just to allow us to have our, you know, our social life or our fun time or our me time, which, yeah, mum guilt is is real, absolutely. So, um, but also that um, sleep deprived first year of um, life is just you you need to be switched on to play football and sometimes I'm just oh the struggle man so bad <laughs> 
And, and this is not so much a question, but more of an observation from a team, uh, a teammate, because obviously Kestra and Chrissy are teammates of mine. And I've never uh, had a child before, but um, I, I remember learning a lot um, about that because um, I think when Kestra came, but Kestra and Chrissy came back. Um, it was the Hendeka season, so it was our eleven aside season, and um, and I had decided since it was a bit of a different season that I was going to play linebacker. You know, I was finally going to, <laughs> to have my goal. I was going to like this is the the season, and I just Kestra was coming back, and I knew she was keen, and just not even thinking, I just turned around and went, yeah, and you play running back, and I'll play linebacker, and did. <laughs> And didn't even think about, you know, the 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 body that was trying to come back, or um, and you know, and and Kestra, bless her, said, yeah, all right, I'll I'll do it. But you know, it, it was uh, same with uh, Chrissy. I think she took some hits in the backfield that, you know, her body probably wasn't quite in the place ready to take. And um, and and then as the season went on, I, I watched uh, one time Kestra came came to training, and she just looked at me and said. Christy, I've had two hours sleep. And I'm like, okay, just do. Like and she was just in zombie mode, but still turning up. And that's what I love about having mums in, in a team is that they move heaven and earth. And because they're organized, they're actually probably the most reliable attendees at training. So that was something that uh, as a non-mum and a teammate that I learned about the whole thing as well. Yeah, I feel like as a mum, once you become a mum, you form this superpower to just like push on and just do what has to be done. No questions asked. Like it's it's crazy the things that I see some mums do on minimal hours of sleep, so much stress, juggling multiple kids, but they still, it's like, yeah, it's a superpower to be a mum. Yeah. So guys, I mean, there are plenty of, plenty of uh, potential mums to be out there who are considering uh, what they're going to do when they come back um, after the baby, whether they jump straight back into football or, or how that's going to work for them. I know that there's plenty of women in our community are having, you know, there's struggles with IVF pregnancies and all that sort of stuff. And, and my heart goes out to everyone out there who doesn't have the situation that they wish they had right now. But I guess for everyone out there who um, feel like they're ready to come back to football, what advice would you give them? Um, returning post-baby. Chrissy mentioned before, listening to your body. um, And I will add on to that, listening to the advice of um, other people as well, um, as far as um, your physios and your doctors and things like that. So um, second baby around, I definitely um, put extra effort into getting rehabbed back up and Pilates every week and going to the physio for all the proper checks and making sure I got that all clear before I came back because um, as much as I love football it's not worth breaking something for because you still need the body to work I think for me was um, being prepared like once you do go back and you are ready is being prepared mentally of like how you're going to manage that and really putting in some effective strategies on how you best learn a playbook especially um, being in that quarterback position and coming back to that 11 aside it was another step up another um, two people to read on defense so um, I really had to strategize for one learning um, making sure that um, I strategized for how I would manage the little one 
Um, and just really using the support of the other mums on the field, you know, or reaching out and and feeling okay it's to reach out as well. Um, I think sometimes as mums you're like, no, I just I got to do this. Like, you know, um, I just got to handle my own business. You know, other mums might be busy and stuff like that. But um, as a, a mum myself, like, you know, whenever someone does come and ask questions, I'm always like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's what um, worked for us. But, you know, just take it or leave it. Here it is. Um, you know, I'm always happy to support that because I, I definitely empathise with, you know, what they are going through as well. Yeah, and it definitely helps, like, using the village that you have. I mean, I feel so incredibly grateful that, uh, you know, we had the assistance and the support when Mackenzie was born because, you know, KG was coaching and I was playing and, you know, we had the support system, someone to just come and take her for a couple of hours, you know, and often KG would be on the sidelines with her in the baby carrier. Like, you know, there's things, there's ways to make it happen. But what's amazing about, you know, mums in general uh, is that we have this unspoken bond between each other. So if you see someone, if you see a mum struggling with something that's like, I can so help with that. And it's just going to make that mum's life just a little bit easier. Like, I think that's what we do best because that's how we work on the field. You know, that, that's how we get that trust with each other. And I tell you, the powers of mummers, they are something else. And I think that it's that mentality of, like Beck said, I've pushed a tiny human out of out of me that I it can almost make you seem invincible. Um, you know, again, KG coached us pregnant at nationals and then onto a state championship, missing two games, one to give birth, one to heal. And then I guess seeing my two-month-old daughter at the time being high-fived on the field by all of the girls was just one of those moments where you go, man, what have we brought her into? This is so amazing. Um, and I tell you, it does, it takes a village, completely takes a village. And that's where having a team of amazing women helps. And I guess for our, I wanted to wrap up uh, this episode with our rapid fire question, which is how can clubs create that supportive environment to help parents in the sport, specifically, I guess, when both partners are playing for the club? Yeah, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Your apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Yeah, yeah this is rapid fire guys and the question is how can clubs create a supportive environment to help parents in the sport i mean if you look over in wa the perth broncos have set up a partnership with the creche so they set up on game days all the kids go down there um, i think that's a brilliant initiative and it's actually something that i probably hadn't thought of um before but i guess it's totally valid guys have you got any uh anything to add to that like like how can clubs help create an environment that helps families stay within the sport. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Um, this is an interesting question, I guess, for me. It's a bit hard to think about because I'm not in that situation. Um, but like, like, I think the creche idea is amazing. But also that's on game days we also have to consider the fact that you know training we train twice a week as well and it's of a night time usually dinner time bedtime for your kids so I guess it's hard for the clubs to be able to help with that but possibly you know some babysitting kind of service like they might have some sort of um connection or create a, um a partnership with a babysitting service that offers discounts for parents 
to be able to have that option during training nights. I like it. It works. It's no no idea is a bad idea. Christy, what do you got? Who's going to stay home and look it up for your cats? <laughs> it's really hard. Um, so I think uh, for clubs, um, and I'm going to take it one level lower and say, you know, with coaches and uh, club leaders is um, make the, the balance more more achievable um so we talked about managing the guilt and uh every every year this particularly around training every year you'll get a message from a mum that says sorry team mummy duties um first of all they shouldn't have to apologize that's obviously a priority um but you know you can almost hear that guilt you know i want to be there but i need to be here and and that's the mum guilt that we often hear about um and I think it's just being flexible and thinking outside of the box. So being flexible, okay, they can't make that two hour um, and do physical reps with the team. That's okay. And what I often do, I, I, not so much with Chrissy and Kestra because they're veterans and they're, you know, really good at this sort of stuff and they know what to do. But with newer players or rookies who are mums, I'll often say, that's okay. Have you got, can you catch an hour later in the week? Um, and they'll be like, yes, of course, because they're so organized. Um, and I'll say mental reps, you know, take the time um, to, hey, here, can you watch this huddle video and um, have a look at the defense or critique yourself and tell me what you think. So that, that they're, it immediately mitigates that guilt that they have because they've done some training. Yes, it wasn't physical or with the team, but they're doing those mental reps. They're doing their research so that they go and they turn up on Saturday and they feel like they've done some prep as well. So I think just keeping it as simple as that, although I love the crèche idea and the babysitting idea, obviously that's um, practically awesome. But just little things like that, I think, can make the balance a lot easier for mums in teams. Kestra, thoughts, ideas? Um, you guys have hit the nail on the head because I was definitely going to say crash straight up and we as mamas um, on the Ravens teams have definitely joked, not joking about it um, so many times because we've got so many little people running around our fields on game day and um, there's definitely the numbers there. So maybe we really should at some point look into um, getting someone specifically around in a spare room at the field or something to um, have little people, but it's, it's, it's the training as well. And um uh, Chrissy, you've you've nailed it there as well because that leniency, that understanding, that empathy, you know, we so desperately want to be there and not just mums, dads as well. We both want to be there so bad and we want to be there early and we want to be and it's literally just not possible sometimes. So um, when you've got a coach or teammates and leadership who go, look, it's okay, we understand, um, give an alternative perfect because then yeah we can reduce that mama guilt and keep people around Chrissy got anything new anything outside the box I feel like you have (laughs) um one of my favorite things that my um one of our old coaches used to do he would film um the actual session and he would break it down and he would add in um visual stuff to to demonstrate the new plays that he was installing um for those that didn't attend or weren't able to attend during the week they were able to keep up and he would keep track of those hours um that was something that I wish we had in in the last season um when I wasn't able to attend as much um so like just breaking down that footage explaining the reasons why I think that that visual that auditory learning and um, seeing your actual team members rolling it out because, you know, it's not as good as seeing squares and circles moving. 
but you'll know how your line women are moving, how your running back moves. So then you're like, okay, so she's taking this step out <laughs> to the right or she'll take a step back because it's taking longer. So, you know, you can really analyze and break down film footage from your actual team and then send it on to, to those who want to either review or um, weren't able to attend. I think that's probably the most valuable thing. If we could get some sort of discount huddle, um, thank you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, look, we've, 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 we've spoken about how film is so beneficial and you're, you're completely right. Like we've got the technology to be able to run interactive online sessions, you know, and it doesn't just serve to help the mums involved it serves to help everyone on the team um, because we know that there's so many different learners styles of learning is different but I guess you know to wrap this up this up like guys what what does the future look like for you guys and and the bobbers like are we looking you know potentially another outback campaign for you Kestra are we going to see your oldest in some pads sometime soon um I'm not going to push for that at all, um, and I, I suspect not with her, but the little fella, on the other hand, he is looking promising. Um, uh, I ran pain-free today, so, you know, I'm going to take these little wins and I'm going to, I'm going to just keep, keep chipping away at the big goals. Um, you know, if there is a, another campaign on the way, I can't help myself. I will probably be there, see you all there. Um, and, yeah, I'll, I'll be playing again, surely. Chrissy, I, I, you're going to be there. Like, I don't think you have anything to add to that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know many more people that are so committed to getting back on the field and getting back to performance levels. But, uh, you know, what does that journey look like for you now? Um, well, at the moment, I feel quite lost, um, not having the league. So um, one thing that I've been grateful for is having um, Darius's uh, training regime that he, it's usually, yeah, um, for the club. So I've been still sticking to that when I can and fitting it in um, wherever I can um, so that I'm prepared for whenever that opportunity arises, whether that be here or overseas or, you know, um, as long as, I can still play while I have um, the, the somewhat time. So, yeah, definitely just staying ready so I don't have to get ready. Yeah, true words have never been spoken. I love it. All right, guys, there you have it. Thank you so much, Kestra and Chrissy, for coming on the show tonight and the panel for, you know, really opening up a side of footballing life that we don't often get to speak about. Uh, so that's it for tonight. And as always, Download, 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 and shoot this episode to friends and family. We are really trying to do something different here at Mojo Sports, and we really appreciate your support. Till next week, we will see you guys then. We won't hesitate to break down a garden gate. There's not much time left today. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.